Alright guys, this is Fresh Tracks Weekly. I am not Marcus Hockett. I am Michael Parenti and I am subbing in for him today. Um, so Marcus just got back from a pretty cool weekend extravaganza with his friends and he's heading on a bear hunt this weekend. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and get an update on what he's been up to. Go ahead, my dude. Alright. Michael's taking over Fresh Tracks Weekly this week, so I don't have to do anything except tell you a story about my weekend, which is pretty awesome. Went to Oregon and uh, played around on the coast with a bunch of our friends, went and dug some clams, went and caught some surf perch, did a half-day charter and caught some rockfish. Uh, what else did we do? We went crabbing just off of some docks, threw some crab pots off. That was a blast. That was like the sleeper uh, thing that turned out to be super fun. Um, but generally just had a good time and I'm turning around and going out on a bear hunt right now Hence the reason for me not having enough time to do fresh tracks weekly But all in all it was a good week. Hopefully we'll have some more exciting stuff next week uh, after the bear hunt Yeah, good time. So Back to you Michael. All right. Thanks Marcus. Let's do an update about what's been going on around the office here so this last week, we uploaded our last episode of season two of Anything Goes. It's a piece on native trout here in Montana. We got the West Slope and the Yellowstone Cutthroat. It's really cool, and you guys should go watch it and share it with your fishing buddies. It's some of the work that I'm most proud of. I know Marcus really enjoys doing this stuff too. Um, we're kind of unsure about what's going to happen for season three of Anything Goes, if we're going to do it or not. Um, we for sure are going to continue to do some short form fishing content. So we appreciate you guys watching that. And uh, if you haven't seen the episodes already, go ahead and uh, watch them. I'll leave them in the, the description below. So a lot of you guys have been asking how Randy's doing with his arm. Um, the good news is, is he is out hunting bears in Alaska with Jace and our good friend Jim Bagetail. But yeah, I got an update from Randy earlier this morning. So I'm just going to go ahead and play that for you guys. Well, folks. We just wrapped up a week of bear hunting here in one of my favorite places in all of the planet, Southeast Alaska, with one of my best friends, Jim Bagetail, and our camera guy, Jace. And we're back here waiting to fly out tomorrow. And it's, uh, it's fun to be back out doing things I love. A lot of you saw how I messed up my hand or my arm and wrist. Uh, this winter and it's taken a lot of physical therapy and a lot of practice. I actually took a stock off a rifle and I was doing physical therapy getting the dexterity so I could grip and I'll be honest with you I was a little bit worried when I started shooting and my grooves were like but pretty soon they shrunk and shrunk and shrunk and I got them down under an inch and was comfortable coming out here and spoiler alert, yeah, one great big bear that is no longer walking around on the beach here. And I don't know what it is when I hunt with Jim Bagetail. Every time I hunt with him, he's like a big animal magnet. The biggest black bear I ever shot, I just shot three days ago. The biggest Sitka blacktail deer I ever shot, I shot with Jim Bagetail. He comes to Wyoming and we go pronghorn hunting and he shoots the biggest pronghorn he's ever shot. So I think the guy just has a magnet in the back pocket that is like, okay, big old animal, you guys just come our way when Jim's around. So anyhow, 
It's supposed to start raining and blowing, but we had the best week of weather I've ever had in Southeast Alaska. And we'll be able to show it all to you sometime when we get it all edited and ready to go. And hopefully, Marcus will be back doing Fresh Tracks Weekly next week. I told him I'd probably do it the week after. So, thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Remember the purpose of that holiday. Memorial Day is for those who gave it all. And uh, I'll be at the Bozeman Ceremony Monday morning at the cemetery. Enjoy your weekend. Sweet, yeah. Uh, it's really good to see Randy back out doing his thing. That guy loves hunting. And uh, it's good to see him out in his element, uh, enjoying the beautiful sceneries of Southeast Alaska. So application season is coming to an end here. So make sure you get your applications in for the last two states, that being Wyoming for deer and pronghorn and Arizona deer and sheep. Uh, we did release a Wyoming deer and pronghorn application strategy video that went live this past Tuesday. And our final application strategy video will go up on the 1st of June, uh, that's next week. Um, and that one's on applying for Arizona deer and sheep. So here's some news stories that kind of stuck out to me this week. Every year, the Salish and Kootenai tribe put on a contest called Mac Days. We kind of dove into this in the first episode of season two on Anything Goes. Um, we did a lake trout episode. And this contest is put on to reward anglers for uh, harvesting lake trout. They're trying to reduce the numbers to a manageable level in order to protect the native cutthroat and bull trout populations in the lake. And this year, the guy who won the contest caught over 2,000 lake trout in 25 days. This was the 43rd year that they hold the biannual contest. There's a contest in the spring and in the fall. And Colton Turner, this is the third year he won the contest in a row. This contest paid out over $225,000 in cash prizes and removed 33,297 Lakers in the spring event alone. That's pretty wild, guys. So there's a new bighorn sheep study going on here in Montana this summer. The, the goal is to basically figure out how often wild sheep, wild bighorn sheep intermingle with domestic sheep. Um, if you don't know already, Basically, when those two species of sheep intermingle, it's usually not very good for the wild sheep. So what happens is they develop this pneumonia and it causes widespread die-off of the bighorn sheep. Basically, FWP is gonna collar hundreds of bighorn sheep and then they're gonna collar some domestic sheep as well. And then they'll have data points on how often these sheep actually intermingle together. So hopefully the study brings back some interesting data points and helps FWP manage uh, for more wild, wild sheep. All right, lastly, a Wyoming hunter mistakenly shoots a grizzly bear. Ah, this is unfortunate. So earlier this month, a guy was out hunting in Wyoming near Yellowstone National Park, uh, sees a bear off of the side of the road, thinks it's a black bear because it lacks the the hump that a grizzly bear usually has, shoots it, shoots it multiple times, and uh, upon investigation, he walks up to the bear, sees the claws, sees the pads, sees the head, and realizes that he shot a grizzly bear. 
Um, I'm not bringing this up to throw hate at this man. Um, we all certainly make mistakes every once in a while, but I am bringing this up because it's super important for us as hunters to be able to tell the difference between a grizzly bear and a black bear. Sometimes it's harder than other times. Um, color phase black bears, they really throw me for a loop sometimes, but that's no excuse. You gotta be able to tell the difference. So that's the big reason why I bring it up. And then the other reason is it took him a day to report it. And in the report, um, the game warden said that he should have uh, reported it immediately. So if you ever do find yourself in a bind, definitely best to report it to authorities immediately. So with that being said, that's kind of it for the news segments. Um, I have a fishing corner for you guys this week, but it's not in the fishing corner. It's outside. I hit the river. The river is raging. It's spring runoff. The water is chocolate milk. Um, a lot of people think that you can't catch fish in these conditions, but today I want to show you how you can do it. Thanks for watching this episode of Fresh Tracks Weekly. I and everybody here at Fresh Tracks really appreciates you, the viewer, because without you guys, none of us have jobs and we're all on the streets, you know, looking for work opportunities. <laughs> I'm kidding. But seriously, really appreciate you guys. Um, if you haven't already, like this video, subscribe, let us know what you think down in the comments. We appreciate it and we'll see you next week, next Friday on Fresh Tracks Weekly. All right, welcome back to the fishing corner. Here we go. We are not in a corner this week. I am going fishing right now and you guys are gonna come with me. And this is something that I love doing every single year. Everybody kind of quits fishing for a few weeks because we're in the middle of runoff. It's, I don't know, almost 80 degrees today and these rivers are raging. You'll see here in a moment what I'm talking about. But a lot of people get intimidated by that and they don't think it's a good time to fish. But in my experience and over the years of learning how to do this, it can be some of the best fishing. Today, I'm gonna illustrate that to you and hopefully you guys enjoy this quick little video on high water nymphing tactics. And this can apply to a lot of different river situations. When the water comes up, most of the time fish push to the bank. So hopefully I can illustrate that for you guys well today. I'm heading right now to the river. I'm gonna gear up and hopefully catch some fish for you guys. Here we go. We're down here. Water is chocolate milk, but I'm gonna put this camera on my head and kinda show you what I'm looking at and where these fish hang out during this high water, so. Yep, that's a lot of agua. Where my rod tip is pointing, is the right water. This stuff is where it's at. The inside slow stuff. There we go.
Just a little perseverance. Can't resist the rubber legs. Beautiful high water rainbow. There we go. Oh, that's where it is. Found the drone cord. We're gonna be in business. Beauty rainbow, let him go. That's what uh, most people are doing today. Oh, man, overboard. Oh, they're all overboard. There we go. Well, we got a mess here, but caught a fish, hooks out, nice little rainbow. All right, it's kind of found the zone. I'll throw the drone up here and kind of show you what it looks like from above here. Just as I was reeling her in. Of course. All right, when I land the drone, of course. Well, that'll work. Well, not bad session there. Um, if you notice, it's just finding the right water, messing around with your depth find the right bugs i find that like a black bug works really well in this chocolate milk but hey good time fishing as always hopefully you can see at that elevated level like that bird's eye view kind of the water that i'm talking about you know if you're fishing in the fast stuff 
it's not gonna work. Fishing this slack stuff, it's gonna work. So, might hit another spot, might not, who knows. Thanks for watching.